0: All right, folks, welcome to another episode of Roxy Fever. I am your host, Jackson McDonald. Joining me today is Vios. Live! We, obviously, you know, Christmas is over. NHL hockey takes a back seat because we're all sitting down, we're eating our turkey leftovers, and we want to get caught up on what Team Canada is doing. I'm talking, of course, about the Spengler Cup.
1: And uh I'm in a city that is... uh hosting a famous international-ish event yeah, where they invite perverts and criminals <laughs> from all over the world. <laughs> I'm, of course, talking about Hockey Canada yeah, <laughs> at the Spangler Cup. And uh, I I'm made it here with my equipment. Michael DiPietro did not.
0: <laughs> uh. Uh,
1: but yeah, I am live from Davos. I have eaten a bunch of... Uh, data uh, or not. I'm roaming for the next two days because I couldn't not be here and not send messages of the crazy shit that I'm seeing. Absolutely. It's bizarro Whistler times 50. Oh, yeah. Um, Everywhere I look is another. Okay. I didn't even know there's a ski lift right behind me or right behind what place I'm staying. Oh, amazing. Oh, God. This place is like everywhere you look. uh, It's just vistas and postcard oh yeah pictures um this is my first uh morning here uh oh, yeah. i kind of came yeah. in at night time so i didn't get to see what the really
0: looked like totally and uh yeah oh my god this to is uh, scene, it's a fun place it's yeah. uh it's eight thirty a.m ish for you yep and it yep. is eleven thirty at night for me so i'm doing this uh like i'm doing roxy fever after dark vyas is doing uh roxy fever in the morning um, We're in the liminal space between today and tomorrow, <laughs> and um, okay. you're broadcasting live from uh, from Davos, and you, you already caught a couple games, did you not?
1: I caught one game last one night. Game. We had tickets for two games. I saw uh, the Criminal Hockey Canada play yes. the Hockey Club Davos, or uh, yes. uh, H.C. Davos, mm-hmm. or as the fans chant, H.C. Day. Oh, um, nice. One cool thing about this town, and look, I know, whenever like the word Davos, and locals hate this, is synonymous <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with with the big event, the World Economic Forum.
0: Yeah, where
1: work. a thousand of like anybody watches zeitgeist. It's like <laughs> it's the build. It's like it's the new Bilderberg Group, basically. It's
0: Arkham Asylum. It's it's all the Batman <laughs> villains of capitalism. <laughs> like it's like where. It's where the Joker and the Riddler and Bane all hang out and talk about how they're gonna defeat the Batman. Except the Batman is the working class.
1: Yeah, in this situation. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, in the, in, uh, and only situation. <laughs> only this situation. Um, this is like those Simpsons bits where uh, when they show at the National Republican headquarters. Yes. <laughs> it's, yes. It's it's, <laughs> it's Mr. Burns. It's Dredger, not Dredger Tatum, or it's Don King. Yeah. It's uh, Krusty the Clan for some reason, all these yeah. other. Or rather, it's the, uh, the Stonecutters.
0: Uh, yeah. This is where yeah. they meet
1: up every year. Yeah. Um, it is. It's, it's the stone Cutters. Here.
0: That's pretty much the best yeah. way to put it, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. To the, to the point that whenever, when you look up the word Davos, it automatically assumes you're wanting to know about the World Economic Forum. Oh yeah, which sucks because this place is really, really, really nice. Um, I mean, Switzerland on the whole is expensive as
0: hell, and uh, that's kind of their whole thing.
1: Yeah, Um, and the locals here are going to charge a lot to tourists. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, Um, yeah. they want to protect it. One cool thing though is that when I went down to the ice stadium. spelled eis uh mm-hmm. i actually forget the name i think it's called the uh, valiant stadium oh nice uh not named after any goddamn telecoms i, <laughs> I actually don't know if it's if it is yeah who knows what it's but named after? It's, yeah. but it was all locals it wasn't oh, like cool. if you went to some international event in some town and all the locals just had to stay home because they're like fuck that noise uh yeah. tourist bullshit they're yeah, totally. bringing in all these weirdos into town and and driving up the rent and all this stuff, I was like, no, it was a sea of blue and yellow I those fans, um very few canadian fans uh that makes sense and and um, like I thought it was just gonna be kind of like when the Habs play in Vancouver, sure, and it's all it's yeah. all the expats who yeah, are, yeah. around here around Vancouver go but but no, this is a home game when you walked in an hour hour ahead of time and The stands were almost all empty, except for one end of the ice behind where Davos would shoot twice. And it was like about 2000 people just sitting there filling up every seat. And that was their ultras or maybe ultras is too extreme of a word. Like they weren't like waving fireworks or like, sure. But that's, you know, it's their kind of equivalent of
0: that. And I imagine like Swiss hockey fans are. Like a little bit more subdued than, than you know, soccer hooligans or whatever, but like a little bit not yeah. significantly necessarily like hockey is just more yeah. subdued in general because, I mean, no yeah. one's beating soccer hooligans. Those people are insane. No, but
1: yeah, no, but they definitely take their traditions from from soccer in a lot of ways. There's a lot of sure. little things that we noticed that where there's no goal horn and oh. I thought about it. Okay, Well, soccer doesn't have a goal horn either uh so you do just rely on if the players are celebrating or not or if you like if you can't see where the puck is you have to look for that there's no like big red light that goes off uh that's apparently only in north america interesting or not in europe at least uh and sorry that whole section was standing up the entire game oh, wow. and chanting songs the entire time oh, that Uh, they did not they did not break for play they did not stop when one of their players got hit or anything. They just kept the tempo going. Oh wow! And it was the best fan experience I've ever, I've ever been a part of at any hockey game in my life. Uh, I stood with like the Whitecaps uh, Southsiders and stuff, which oh yeah, sure are trying to emulate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, it's gonna be hard to do that in Vancouver, but man, here the the fan experience it's like it's like you're at a concert. Nice. And uh, I'll talk about the arena in a bit too. Okay. Yeah. Cause
0: that's me. what I wanted to get to, like, is how nice the arena is. But, you know, I was going to say, Vyas, I think your problem was just that you haven't sat with the Larshiders yet. That's... I'm glad you, I'm glad you raised that point. <laughs> and until then, until any of
1: us finally yeah. decide to put down our swords, yeah. put down our swords and, uh, and join and, uh, join them, I, uh, I'll never know. Yeah. Um, But so the arena is the coolest arena I've ever seen. I only got to see it at night. I will go see it today in the daytime. Nice. But so much of it, especially on the inside is wood. It looks like cedar. Mm-hmm, it probably mm-hmm. is not cedar. It's probably some other tree. I don't know my European trees, no. but imagine, but, but picture in your head that it's cedar and it's, it's, uh, so festive. it's not
0: like it's, it's very it festive It feels like it's so appropriate that you're, that you're there like, that they do this tournament every day starting on Boxing Day, which feels yeah. like a, especially, too, like, feels like a power move when the World Juniors are happening at the same time, and they're just like, no, we don't yeah. care. We're doing it at exactly yeah. the same time. And it is, I will add, too, like, it, it kind of doesn't surprise me that it's a lot of locals, in a sense, because I feel like, you know, Davos, like, you know, the whatever they whatever it's actually called that everyone just calls Davos. That's like the big, you know, bullshitty like thing that they're known for outside. Oh yeah. The world economic forum, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, With the world economic forum. But then I feel like the Spengler cup is like the thing that they, that they feel is like their thing that they do. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. I'm not articulating myself. They're
1: they're totally proud of it. I, I doubt that the other Swiss stadiums in the national league have the same nice. kind of setup. And it's probably because yeah, totally. it's probably because yeah this is like a cathedral to hockey
0: it's the uh, oldest invitational hockey uh tournament in the world really it's it, apparently wow. the first one was in like 1922 or something yeah and they it, and it's, it's run uh, they said it was the 94th year yeah and yeah so like so uh, uh a little bit later than that but like uh and and it's run pretty much continuously from what I understand, mm-hmm. it may have been canceled because of COVID, but it also, they may have figured out how to do it.
1: Yeah, they, they so, didn't make yeah. any mentions today. I mean, today sure. it was the big marquee game before any quarterfinal. I, sure. I actually don't yeah. even know how the playoff round works here. I oh yeah, I have game. no idea either. It's great. Uh, but this was a group game, as far as I know, or at least around round-robin situation. But today sure. it was like, hey, the host is playing the Canadians. And yeah. for anybody who doesn't know what the Spangler Cup is, it is uh, basically you pick, uh, it's supposed to be like the best of the European clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, I don't understand the, how they pick who comes from all the different leagues. Yeah, how they uh, decide so they pick who gets five invited. Teams. Yeah, they pick five clubs from different uh, from different leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have one from Sweden. They have one from the Czech, Czech League. They have the Swiss League. They have a Swedish team. They have a Finnish team. They usually have a Russian team, um, and uh, then they get—they don't just get Team Canada. They, get, they specifically get Team Canada players for the most part, who mm. or Canadians who play in Europe to uh, yeah. put together a team that makes uh, sense to yeah. play the clubs. It's not they are they are not interested in trying to get uh, your best players from from Team Canada. It's not supposed to be a rehash of the Olympics. No, it's supposed to be the guys who are committed to playing European hockey. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah. i never understood i don't, that. I, don't I, actually, I don't know
0: if they're disallowed from that but it's, i thank it's, you for uh, explaining that to me a little bit i think yeah. like there there are guys like obviously um obviously there are guys who get assembled for our, for team canada like that aren't in europe like michael di pietro for yeah. example yeah like but michael i do DiPietro, know yeah. but i i do uh i think like most of those guys who who play on that roster do in fact play in europe um and, uh, and it's such a great, like we'll get to the rosters later, but it's always such a great collection of like, there's sort of three types, like guys who were pretty good five to seven, eight years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
0: you're, you're like middle six guys who were pretty good, like 40 to 50 point scorers in like 2015 or whatever um and it's then, very much
1: similar to the 2018 Olympics
0: yeah totally very and then, very similar random guys who were like uh you know high draft picks or whatever or like reasonably high draft picks that didn't pan out and then went and played on yeah. Europe and were really good and then um like r- random collection of sort of like role player AHL like quad A AHL players and role players mm-hmm. uh and so, like we'll get, like I said, we'll talk about the rosters a little bit at the end. But uh, it it's so yeah, much wanna. fun to like look through the rosters and and be like, if you're a nerd like us, like just look at guys and be like, I know that guy or I remember that yeah. guy.
1: Yeah, it's way yeah, more it's interesting than, than looking at perspective twenty twenty four or whatever ro- rosters, right? Yeah, absolutely. Each one yeah. of them has an interesting story that led them here. Exactly, um, and then you sometimes have that like ran- yeah, that random person who just played in the NHL last year and is trying to get back, like Kevin Bieksa, like Kevin Bieksa. BX- I don't like. Did he play in the Spengler? He did, yeah. Or was that the Olympics? Oh, he no, did. He oh, played in the Spengler.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck.
1: yeah. Could you imagine? I would. I would. I'd be wearing my BX jersey if he, oh, if he was playing here. That'd Absolutely, be, be and it's funny. Uh, uh, but instead, I'm wearing my Travis
0: Green jersey from. <laughs> wait, really? No. <laughs> oh, I was see with you. It's like I would believe that you would fi- be able to get like a, a Travis Green jersey from like the Islanders or something. You know, like that seems like something uh, you would. That'd be phenomenal. Do. Um, I do love uh, yeah. that Travis Green. Like, I mean, there's a lot of connect- Canucks connections over a lot of these teams, but I do love that Travis Green is there. And you posted a great picture in the chat of him just looking sad after they got scored on. Um, no, no, no. That that was
1: a photo of Travis Green when Canada scored. <laughs> <laughs> he he That's was even red better. And just he he just he he just looked defeated for some reason, or just That's like really so mad. Uh, That's so funny because no I don't remember about. Travis Green being that happy on the bench that much, and so that tracked.
0: No, yeah, yeah that makes so, sense. yeah. That was yeah. when Canada scored. That's even funnier. Um, I will I will add too. Like, uh, from my understanding. The Canadians have already dropped two games. Yes.
1: They they lost to Sparta Praha, which Mm -hmm. is Prague. Prague. I I like that uh, in Europe. Uh, Like, I don't know. I I, I haven't looked into it much, but sure. There's these uh, teams with like a Greek hero's name on it. Totally. Teams that are in places nowhere near Greece. I guess Prague doesn't have the worst argument, but like, uh, for example, the Dutch, uh, the Netherlands, best soccer team, uh, Uh Ajax, Ajax. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Is like the Amsterdam team, but it's uh, it's named after like a Greek hero, um,
0: randomly. Is I don't know. I do love how European mm -hmm. hockey team names don't make any sense. No, like like it's just like some Uh, of them are just like HC the city that we play in, and then some mm -hmm. of them are like you know just the name of the city, and then some of them are like. Uh, we're the you know we're like the Berlin Tigers or whatever, and then there's yeah. other ones that are just like a bunch of letters. Like it just seems like it's the <laughs> Wild West over there. They'll just name their yeah. teams whatever.
1: Yeah, or that or name name the team after a company that is really yes. important in that city.
0: Also, like uh, there's a, there's yeah. like
1: basically a Volkswagen team in uh, one of the German soccer leagues. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, I still want to try to paint the scene here. Sure, not uh, exactly where else where else to go, but. The, the cedar inside the rink is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen inside any building. It made for great photos. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like curved cedar. And okay. Also, all the stands are made of wood. And this is a pretty, oh, wow. this is a pretty, uh, intense rink. Like it, it does not hold 18,000 people. It probably only holds about 10 to 11,000. Sure. Um, but everything is optimized. Uh, and, um, what what else? Um, the food the food is cheap in the arena. Oh, nice! Uh, all I had was hot dogs and fries, and uh, beer cans with the tops taken
0: off for some reason. That's very cool. I like that a lot. That was like, that was weird. They almost look <laughs> like I um, I, I, like they almost look like if uh, you you opened a soda can, like if there was uh, this like if you took a can opener to a soda can. Yeah, kind of like that. But I, that's what I was gonna say. But then I thought about it for a second, and it's actually more like. If a if a soda can was like a tuna can, where you yes, where you pull the, the whole totally lid off. off, yeah, um, I pretty, don't think that wild. that's
1: like a European can thing. I think that's just they didn't want to have plastic cups, and yeah, so then totally. they went through the. Effort of taking these metal things on, but the thing is, that means there's like sharp, jagged edges oh, that on all rocks. Of these cans at that's some amazing. point, and so some of them are going to be faulty, and so there's gonna be people with just like bloody lips watching. Oh, game, that's amazing! It's really, very funny.
0: That rocks though. Like, can you just picture like whichever team wins the, the Spengler Cup, and then uh, you just like have <laughs> you get like a picture of um of like a fan like you know screaming and like cheering or whatever that his team won and he looks like Mm -hmm. that picture of daniel sedin on the bench where he just has like blood (laughs) and he's just like all through his teeth yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah
1: the ultras were amazing they kept they kept the energy really up really high and everybody had these uh thick paper things that you'd fold up and when you'd mash when you'd uh, slap them against your knee or against the palm of your other hand they make a really loud noise, and nice. uh, way better than towels because uh, it makes noise, and it, sure. and it is also very visible. And the whole arena, just even the Canadian fans, who are just like, "This isn't cheering against our own team. We're just keeping up this tempo for the game." Because it's like you're uh, Don't you're you're doing a mantra throughout the whole game, and this <laughs> and also there's all these different song team songs that are going on, and you just can't help but join in, at least with the beat. Um, it was you were at a party the whole time, even from when we got to the arena area two hours ahead of time. There was a great fan experience thing where they didn't pat us down, they didn't uh, have these like uh, stupid security things. They didn't have like uh, beer gardens uh, tapered off uh, mm. so that all the kids couldn't go in there because you can walk around here with with beer. Like we walked out with our beer from the game, uh, yeah, and you there were no no fights. I mean, there was a couple people who. Uh, Through beers from the upper section to the bottom section. Yeah, but they and were probably fucking to. Canadians. They were
0: Canadians because it was the weirdest
1: <laughs> bunch. It, it, it was the weirdest yeah. bunch of jerseys. It was a Panthers, Flames, and a Sharks jersey.
0: Uh, I actually and, uh, think I can explain that uh, later. <laughs> um, why that is? Because but, you, yeah. you
1: could you could find. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll try to remind you to get back to that. Yeah, totally. Uh, I want to see where you're going. Um, what else? Uh what one thing, like I find it hilarious that I'm the one here.
0: <laughs> oh, it's really funny. Even so I was just gonna see the
1: three of us, like, what the fuck am I doing here? My my <laughs> wife
0: was like, Are you jealous? Right, when I told her yeah. um uh about about it, and I told her where you were, and I, I had to explain yeah. what the Spangler Cup was first, but once yeah. I explained it uh to her, she was pretty like she thought it was pretty cool and she was yeah. like, Oh, are you jealous? And this was a couple days ago, and I was like, eh, like, not really, because this doesn't seem like something like I wouldn't go all the way to Switzerland just to go to like this obscure like hockey tournament. Like I like I was kind of saying, like Yeah. If I was gonna you know, I could I could pay less money to see quote unquote better hockey. Absolutely. Here, you could pay right? less money to come to the oh yeah, easily. But even yeah. if you were to
1: go to Europe, you could pay less money to go to one of the juniors. Uh, in a cheaper town depends on where it's going to be and watch way and watch way better hockey to be honest
0: yeah or or you know i could go to sweden or whatever which is somewhere i'd like to go at some point and go see a swedish league game or something and that would be kind of a similar level or whatever and
1: for sure my my buddy my my buddy michael had does his trips to sweden every year and he always hits up uh like the non-stockholm games Mm -hmm. and he says that uh they the entire stadium is almost on its feet uh, I can imagine. Uh, so like yeah. The whole stadium is ultras and there is smoke. Like uh like the, the colored smoke bombs and stuff. And so oh, rocks. there probably are way better experiences in these like cheaper towns in Sweden so, that would be so cool to go to. Or I Germany. Said that. Yeah. yeah,
0: sure. I yeah. said that. And then I looked at the rosters. And okay. then I saw you posting from there, <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, <laughs> this seems so cool, like like i don't I, deserve
1: I don't deserve it It's yeah. one
0: of those things where it's like I just gotta find a reason like I just gotta find another reason to go, yep yep and then and then I would do it for sure.
1: I'll try to spell out i, I should spell out also like for laying laying uh like- lay, uh painting a picture of what this mm. place looks like or how this place is. It is a bitch to get here, it oh, is yeah, I believe it. not. You you can't fly. I don't think there's an airport nearby. Uh, and driving, uh, I'm sure you could drive, but it'd be pretty. I think it might be difficult to get to get over here. Sure. Um, the way we had to get here was a uh, train from the place. So I okay. One thing, I did not come here. Just for the no, I'm not yeah, to That Europe should for the be Spangler. clear. That,
0: was... that should be. We should clarify that. Yeah, <laughs> I love.
1: I love the idea that uh, I would do that. Um, my my girlfriend's dad is a huge hockey fan. He's a big gourd in a good way, non-pedorative yeah, gourd. Totally uh, yeah. straight from Tim Morton's commercial. And uh, his uh, so uh, my partner's mom is uh, from a place uh, not far from Venice. Mm-hmm. Uh, picture picture the uh, Abbotsford of Venice um and it's basically that yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah.
1: Uh, and so we they wanted to go visit family and i i tagged along and for a while i wasn't going to tag along because i was feeling shitty about the fact that i did not pass some elements in my bar um and so i had to redo them and i was feeling shitty and i took this job and then this job paid for it and then i passed the bar and I felt a lot fucking better about it. About doing it. Yeah, all right.
0: Fair. Yeah,
1: About going and going all out. And uh, so in northern Italy, not far from Switzerland, but the Alps are there. Like Switzerland mm-hmm. is all the Alps. And so we had totally. a train from Venice to Milan, and then uh, we took two separate trains. And then we had to train from Milan to Zurich, which was one train. Mm-hmm. Uh, very windy train through all these Swiss towns. Really beautiful lookout, but um, uh, tough to get onto. And then we had to take two trains from there. Uh, we had one moment where it was a two-minute connection we had to make, mm-hmm. uh, or else we might not make the turn like tonight.
0: Yeah, totally. uh,
1: or or last night actually. Um, and there's these little commuter trains, and then it turns into like this tram, and uh, I just imagine just like a light rail thing in Europe, but it goes through the fucking mountains. Like it goes from like lower land up to these snowy, to the snowy uh, just valley uh, mm-hmm. surrounded by these snow snow covered mountains, and like. In Vancouver, they would shut down on like a main street if there's a bit of snow. But these motherfuckers go up mountains. It's, uh, and they look the same. Um, I just don't know how they, how they get their shit done here. It's amazing. And so, yeah, I had to take like four or five different trains to get here. Uh, And it's the accommodations because we were staying with like a family of six, like we had to get a place that could fit all of us. And so we did have to pay Mm -hmm. a lot. But I'm sure you could get, because Spengler is not, there's, like I said, there's not a lot of Canadians here. I thought yeah. we were going to run into so many Canadians uh, like it was going to be like, I don't know, at the Olympics where there's always a huge contingent of people coming from that country to support. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also with the juniors, it's a lot of family who comes as well, right? Like families, players to support support their kids. But here it's just like it's just these guys playing for clubs here and it's yeah. not as big of a deal uh, for people outside of Switzerland. And so it's not like uh, you can't find an Airbnb or find some sort of hostel here. Uh, it 's this big ski town also like we were walking around town and we didn 't see many hockey jerseys until we got to the arena, which was packed. It was a sold out crowd, but it is a for people who 'd ever be interested uh i would I would definitely recommend it um i haven 't figured out all the costs uh that to pay, pay, pay the family back for yet, but this is uh definitely a once in a lifetime experience uh if you ever if you like cold weather i I personally like mm-hmm. uh traveling in cold weather. Uh, yeah totally
0: uh yeah it's like yeah. they have the infrastructure there to deal with it too so it's like yeah. it's just nice it's just like ooh snow. it's not like what we it's not like what i just experienced here in victoria Fuck, <laughs> for man. the last uh week yeah. well
1: okay i i'm gonna tell one more thing about how, yeah. we, how much of a pain it was to get here and then let's we'll talk let's talk uh spengler itself sure uh yeah. so as people probably so uh to seg to seg through it the Canadian goalie last night was somebody mm-hmm. named Cody or Connor Hughes. Uh, yeah, right. I obviously right. thought may, maybe it might be related, but <laughs> we no. we were looking at the goalie roster a few days ago and we saw okay, this guy named Michael Hutchinson who I think played for the Leaves. We'll go through the roster. Yeah, obviously. he played for the uh, and uh, then,
0: he played for the Jets for
1: sure. For so the Jets, yeah, he is yeah, familiar. Yeah. He was he must have been uh, Hellebuck's uh, backup then, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I think so. Yeah,
1: right. So, and then obviously Canucks fans saw that Michael DiPietro was coming. Now he was not playing in the game yesterday, though. Uh, I don't think I saw him on the bench. And uh, the reason is he couldn't get all his equipment over because of the, like, I'm sure everybody's seen all the news about life being canceled for the last two or three days. Yep. And so to get from Canada or get, to get from Vancouver or Toronto, then to a little tiny hamlet in Switzerland where you'd have to do all these connections, like, it, it was it was hell to get there, and I don't. I honestly don't know how Vancouver is doing right now. I think I think it feels like it's. Uh, I was there like three days ago, but uh, I think most things have subsided. But we were supposed to be gone on the twenty second. We had our flights uh, canceled. We headed down to Seattle to try to catch a different flight that we thought we had booked. Turned out our airline technically did not hit a button to process the payments, even mm-hmm. though we had given them all the money. And yeah. so we wasted two nights in Seattle, and then had to drive. Had to get driven back. We had to get dropped off at the border and at 11 PM and the pedestrian pathway was blocked due to ice. And so we had to like walk across all these big snowy fields with all our luggage, refugee moment. And these border <laughs> guards see us and like, what the hell are you doing? And they're like, oh my God. we <laughs> like, we don't know how to cross the border. And unfortunately, I had to say thank you to a couple of border guards. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> while uh, grinding my teeth. Yeah. Um, and then back to Vancouver and then the next morning. We flew out Paris, Venice, and then get, get over here. Right. right. Uh, and so I am completely unsurprised that, uh, DiPietro didn't play. Now the guy who filled in for him, Connor mm. Hughes. Yeah. Is from the, is from HC Davos. He oh,
0: that's actually funny. has okay.
1: a dual nationality. Oh, and yeah. And the Canadians needed a goalie and they asked them like, Hey, can you, can you get us a goalie? And because he is Canadian and Swiss, uh, uh, he was allowed to, and and the Swiss uh, decided to let, or the Davos decided to let him play because I, I think they just wanted to be sportsmen about it. Uh, it's not, it's not a cutthroat tournament. Well, maybe it will become a cutthroat tournament, sure. but it, it seems like everybody. Since we don't know just... whether
0: these games count or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, we like. Yeah, I, I'm. I can't believe I'm reporting oh, yeah. this, and I don't Something know that, that
0: exactly. But I want to just get out of the way right now. Is like this podcast for this one, especially as we move into. Uh, the hockey itself and the and the rosters like this is maybe this has the potential to be the most wrong we've ever been about stuff. Um, <laughs> and all I want to say is that, like, when I'm remembering guys from seven years ago in about 20 minutes, like I'm remembering them emotionally. I'm not uh, I'm going to oh, be yeah. attached to being 100 percent accurate about who they are, but I will get like most of it right. I'll get the gist of it right, you know.
1: I, I, and I assume at this point, anybody who's act, who gets actually mad at us uh, about corrections has just stopped listening. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to
0: think, right? Like, so yeah. uh, I need to, yeah, before get to we it. get into the rosters, which is the thing I'm kind of the most excited about. I need to know, like, what was the game like? Like, what was the like, what was the hockey oh, like? True. Like, you mentioned the fan experience, but like, in terms of watching the game, I think Davos, D- Davos beat Canada three two, or was that the game that was two one? It was two one. This one was two one. Sparta
1: Prague beat Canada three two the night before, or a couple days yeah, okay. before. That's what it was. The yeah. game was very fun. The game was not like a friggin' all star game or like some charity game. No, like uh, they weren't. It, it wasn't like a Stanley Cup. Uh, final game necessarily, but it was very competitive. Uh, Davos came out swinging immediately. They scored pretty much on uh, the first two shots of the game. Canada oh, wow. was down for for about a period and a half. Uh, the Swiss uh, just like I didn't get to see much hockey in my end in the first period because mm-hmm. uh, the Swiss were hemming Canada in. Canada very like. I can't speak for how much they practiced. Somebody could tell me that like, oh, they've actually been training together for two months and, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Or there's like lines that are just totally lifted from other teams. Uh, so there would be chemistry. They did. There did not look like there was much chemistry. Sure. Uh, they did not look like they uh, were communicating well on passes. Uh, they were making a lot of mistakes, breaking out of their zone. Obviously, I'm realizing this is the Travis Green team, and so it did remind me a lot of, oh, but a lot of nece- unnecessary, uh, a lot of unnecessary drop passes. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Newell Brown did not make it, but he was there in spirit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Canada was uh, not, um, yeah, just not playing well. Uh, they were trying to counterattack. Uh, mm. Tried to go for breakaways, but H- HC Davos. I mean, they they play together. This is their this is their team. They probably have were playing national league games like a week before. And this is uh, a big deal for games. them because
0: they host it every year, right? And I also think it's yeah. a big deal for them too because this year, I don't know how common this is, but this year there's another Swiss team in the ah. tournament and so i feel like I they have even more of a reason to get up for these games because like they don't want to be worse than the other swiss team right no they like, can't yeah they can't not show up like even if they don't win they want to at least be better than the other swissling team right oh do you know if it was the zurich lions Z S C. uh no it's uh it's i can't even it's ambri Piata or something it's uh okay. they have Never an italian sounding name i'll it's, right. uh, yeah, Ambry, Piata. I don't know who the fuck they are right. or what their deal is, oh, but man. we'll find out in a this sec. Play, like,
1: imagine you're at, like, the airport in Vancouver, and you hear all the French and then English, or English and then French. Here you hear French, English, German, and Italian.
0: Italian. Yeah, uh, you gotta love oh, that. Yeah, I also do Italy love right that there. You, you're, you're like, this country. trip is a combo of you going to the Spengler Cup and then also going to Italy, which is oh, probably yeah, the yeah. most uh, Roxy Fever thing you could do. Like the Man. two most roxy Fever it, places you could be.
1: It is. Uh, I I'm past the memes now
0: because sure. I'm just yeah. surrounded
1: by them. But Absolutely. it is very yeah. funny. I mean, what's what's great is that speaking Italian, like, uh, like like in any other place where they don't you, you know they don't speak English, like they want mm-hmm. you to try a little bit. At the sure. Beginning. But I feel like with French, you can't get away with just saying a couple of like main pillar words that you're trying to get across, and like yeah. you do have to get the grammar. I feel like more pressure to get the grammar right. Whereas here, honestly, the whole thing about like body language as being part of language oh, and talking with your yeah. hands yeah. gets you far. I gets believe you far. it. As long yeah. as you say yeah. like, like at the train station, I just had to say like train Zurich and then do a few little uh, shimmies with my shoulder and I yeah. uh, got right on the train. Um, That's amazing. I spent like six or seven hours in Italy, uh, in the evenings. I haven't even seen Italy in the daytime technically yet um because we had to rush straight here we originally sure, sure. were gonna have three days in i've italy actually been to Italy here.
0: when i was 16 oh. um for real but i was uh yeah i went so i I, w- I went with my girlfriend at the time but with like a school trip <laughs> which was uh, uh okay. which was really funny um and we went to we did italy greece and then technically Bullshit. turkey but like i was oh, in yeah, turkey you for like tell me about the turkey half a second um like just right. as like part of a cruise or whatever and so i went to um florence That's like cool. spent a little bit of time in florence and then uh a lot more time in rome and and we did a pompeii nice. like we did the pompeii thing wow uh, or whatever and um uh you know it was cool it was fun um there was a lot less scaffolding around the shit in italy than there was uh around the shit in greece so that was a plus for me the food was really disappointing mm-hmm. Just for me personally, like yeah. you know, I'm the sure you is, can like, get when you're great going, food,
1: but when you're going with like uh, any any tour, like organized tour, mm-hmm. is probably not gonna not gonna have good food. Yeah, uh, totally. Because they like I understand why it ends up happening. Like you're looking out for safety. You don't want and uh, and it's unless you're a local who's doing the tour, um, it's hard to figure out where exactly to go where you can also host as many people as you
0: need. Um, I, I will so say, like traveling
1: like, alone and with a partner is a lot easier, I,
0: obviously. I snuck away at at one point, like we had some time off in the day to to go do whatever, and we yeah. we snuck away to this pizza place, and like mm-hmm. I swear to God, the the pizza was like me making a joke about what Italians eat, <laughs> like like seriously, like it was How like it mean? was like ragu, and like 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 ragu pasta sauce, what? and like cheese like like (laughs) cheese that like that like had no flavor whatsoever and it was just like really really thin but like not like cooked crispy at all like like almost like underdone and and like looking back at it now just thinking of it now like with really basically the first time i've thought about it in probably like 10 years i'm just like (laughs) oh that's like a joke about what i would say italian people eat it's just like this like this like uh, underdone like pizza with like no like the cheese is like has like no color to it like it's just like white <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah anyways um, hilarious i'm sure there's the, great uh, food I'm, you could get great food I'm, I'm, it was just like, my like, experience like, personally but
1: i mean you know. if you weren't from vancouver and you wanted to and you heard Vancouver is a great food city which it is but then you only hung around like absolutely two kilometers around waterfront station sure you'd yeah. have dog shit food totally. and yeah. as much as you can try to like sneak away yeah, you, I hope you're lucky to be able to to find some good food in a big tourist town like that. Like, mm-hmm. I When I yeah. visited Europe my, my first time, my brother and I had no idea what we were doing. We were like, all right, let's go to Paris. We had the worst fucking food in Paris. Oh, I was yeah, so I thoroughly it. disappointed by, by yeah. Paris, that trip. But then I looked back and I was like, I didn't know where I was going. I was sticking around the parts that seemed familiar to me from mm-hmm. Vancouver. Yeah. And naturally, these are all tourist-focused foods. And they're just trying to get a buck off of you.
0: Uh, as they as they yeah. show because
1: they're they're annoyed by all the tourists coming and what you gotta do is ask them where they eat if you can Absolutely. ever have that conversation. well yeah
0: like a great example would be like if you think about here in victoria like uh in the yeah. inner harbor or whatever not like, a good you're, food city you're you're, <laughs> you're no like i mean except
1: big wheel except big wheel well, uh and
0: <laughs> no, no. uh <laughs> you know no yeah there, there are good places to eat like in victoria but it's not like it's it's kind of the worst of of uh, both worlds in the sense that like yeah. it has a reputation as a food city but it overall it's like deeply mediocre and it's and deeply it's just mediocre. that it has a lot of re- uh restaurants but it doesn't have like but having a lot of restaurants doesn't necessarily mean any of them are that good no there aren't a lot of yeah. bad restaurants it's in a cru- Victoria. it's a cruise ship part town man but yeah exactly and that, so that, like imagine you you get off your cruise ship or whatever and i I, cruise ships probably don't park in the inner harbor but maybe they do i don't know and that and your your cruise cruise ship uh, ships also don't park but regardless um your your (laughs) ship docks in the inner harbor and you get off and the first thing you see is milestones and you're like oh what a great what a great uh what a great um view like let's eat there or whatever and it's like you know milestones is like fine it's like not quite earls you know it's fuel <laughs> it's at fuel that point, yeah that's exactly definitely just fuel but like you could find way better places if you actually just like talked to anyone from the city for five seconds about like where should i go yeah so i'm sure Absolutely. it was the same experience there i'm glad you've had uh at least good food experiences in the sense that the food in the arena is cheap that's nice. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's just a hot dog and uh, and some and some really hoppy beer. Uh, oh, nice. I How was turn. it? Uh, like overall, pretty good. The, you know? the food, the food, yeah, it was good. Uh, good. It was like a bratwurst. It wasn't like oh, nice. You know, nice. Yeah. the things spinning spinning on a rock the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, br- the br- and it's uh instead of a hot dog bun, it's uh the way they do it is just a, they just take a baguette and uh yeah. and carve out the middle of it. That's and right. And then squirt yeah. mustard or whatever condiment you want in there. And then, uh, uh, so to speak, (laughs) one sec. Somebody's walking by. I can't. I was about to say a very heinous word. Okay, now I'll say it. Basically, cream pie, the baguette. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, (laughs) honestly, honestly, I would say
0: pretty decent chance if you're hanging out in Switzerland that they literally just think you're like talking about the dessert. (laughs) But um, yeah. So so back to the back to the game for a second. Um, Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah, uh, like, so obviously, I mean, we're, 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 this might transition nicely into the rosters, I guess a little bit, but like, was there anyone that you, I mean, I know there were guys from the Canadian team that you knew and that you recognized and we'll, we'll talk about them uh, uh, at the end. But like, I was wondering if there was anybody on either team, not that you just like recognized, like, like you were like, oh. Uh, I know that guy from this team or whatever, but like specifically, yeah. um, if there was anybody on the ice that you noticed as looking particularly good, like, oh, wow, this guy is like looks really talented or like he's had a really good game or whatever. Or if it was just kind of like if it all washed over you or whatever. But
1: right of the players who both uh, accomplished being noticeable mm-hmm. uh, or like that, I, I remembered them and were good was Cody Egan. Cody oh, Egan, yeah, okay. I, I I I couldn't tell you anything about his NHL career. I know that he played significantly in the NHL, or at totally. least I remember yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah. And I, oh I yeah. was surprised to see him on the roster because I thought he was still in the NHL. But he yeah. won the uh, Canadian like uh, they do the Man Man uh, like best player from each team little ceremony for after after every game.
0: They hand out the big. Uh, they hand out the cowboy hat. Uh, <laughs> you remember that yeah. story right <laughs> uh, what was what was this so uh, JD it was his story uh, he was talking about it's like um, oh. they do the player of the game at all these international tournaments right and yeah. it was one of the ones in like I can't remember if it was the U18s or whatever because he goes to like all the tournaments he, he went to like yeah like the U18s or something and it was in I don't know Red Deer, or somewhere in Alberta, and they hand out the uh the player. Of the- I'm spending too long on a story we've already told on the show, but whatever. And th- they hand out the player of the game award at the end of the game, and it's a cowboy hat because they're in Alberta, Uh huh. and so yeah. like these players from like you know uh, Austria <laughs> <Lexand> or whatever, <laughs> yeah, like uh they they come to they come to canada they get the shit beat out of them because they're like a a a low div (laughs) one high div two team or whatever that's like in danger of being relegated and then it's like oh yeah you lost 10 nothing but like you had three shots or whatever and your team only had 13 (laughs) so they give you player of the game and then you're just like sad because you lost and you're just like wearing this cowboy hat <laughs> which oh, is man. so funny. Um <laughs> but they do they do the their version of that is what i'm saying basically. Yeah. and so I don't remember to what they
1: actually yeah. They, i don't remember what like the award. Honestly, they probably give like a watch uh or probably, some yeah, level of that watch, makes sense. something like that or maybe they say that for the big game, for the big final or something. But they uh, yeah Cody Eakin won it and uh it was funny uh my uh, my partner's dad sitting next to me uh was cheering, cheering Cody Econ on like I was with all Canada fans uh sure yeah and uh they 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 like grew up as like a hockey family, and so uh anyway i I don't think I need to get into that they, no, they, no, they yeah. totally loved that I was wearing the of jersey that right um i uh he he was cheering on Cody and just like uh like shouting out his name, and then this like huge. Band of, uh, of Davos fans sitting in front of us. Just every time Cody Egan made a mistake or like had the puck, they'd go yeah. like, Hey, Cody! And just started <laughs> uh, just sarcastically shouting his name out.
0: The Bronx cheer. Um,
1: yeah, they're giving him Bronx
0: cheer the whole time. Yeah, so uh,
1: he was the one who was playing well. Uh, we'll go through the roster and you can tell me more about him. But totally, the other yeah. one that I, I I barely remember him playing was hmm. Kevin Uh yes. But I just remember him being a Canuck. Yeah. I yeah. also don't remember. Kalinick or whoever that was. I don't
0: remember seeing him on the so ice. Kalinick or Kalinick or whatever is a, is, right. he's an AHL Canuck. Yeah. Right. And he's they a, might he plays have for, signed uh, him to an NHL deal, uh, or they might right. just have him as an AHL guy, but he, he plays for their AHL team, which is, he's in Got that, this. like, um he's in that lower category of like guy from the AHL that the team could, could afford to loan. Right. for Like right. Michael DPS tier uh basically yeah yeah um gotcha. so i mean yeah uh, so it you... was him
1: and yeah. and then i i just remember i one problem with uh like i love the ads in the jerseys because sure. it's kind of already the culture mm-hmm. i i i'm going to be i'm going to find reasons and i do hate the the ads that are on unconnected jerseys but uh, it's just fun in europe for some reason but the ads on the ice were not distracting at all uh the yeah. ads in the jerseys were not distracting at all uh, I couldn't exactly look out at the names on the Canadian players sure. though, because it was like,
0: there's other writing next to the name or something. Right. So what I about, didn't uh, manage to catch too many others. Sure. What about, what about Davos? Like, was there a player that stood out for that Or were you just like, they had a,
1: they had a bunch, they had two brothers named Egley, uh, okay, which yeah. very funny, very funny name to have. Cause I don't know you call ugly. Uh, their goalie was spectacular. Uh, he won the man of the match. I don't, I honestly, I don't remember the names exactly right now. We'll, uh, uh but, we'll,
0: we'll go through. So you yeah, can, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll go,
1: we'll go through the list.
0: You know what? You know what? Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through the order that they have them in on elite prospects. Shout out elite prospects, uh, who are easily the best website to use for, uh, both Spengler cup rosters. And then also just like if you want to know more about each of the players on all the teams. So plug for them. And I'll just go through the list because it's a good order like team canada's second to last and then the very last is sweden the swedish team sorry not sweden but the swedish team which i feel like is a perfect yeah. one to end on so our first team uh it, here is uh hc ambry piata uh which is a swedish national league team located in quinto S- switzerland and founded never in 1937 never heard of it i'm not going to go through the whole rosters i'm just going to mention like guys that i no slash have heard of slash are notable in some way. There's, um, uh, only one defenseman, as far as I can tell, that seems notable, um, whose name is Villy Sarriarvi, who, uh, I guess was at some point a, uh, Coyotes prospect or asset or whatever, cause he has a little, familiar, uh, he has a little Coyotes, um, uh, logo next to his name. So, you know, that means he's affiliated with them in some way. And then at forward, we have uh Philip Halapic, who I believe was a, I'm clicking on him right now. I, I believe he was a Winnipeg Jets prospect. I'm going to check, uh-huh. see if I'm right. Ottawa Senators. Second round pick of the Ottawa Senators in 2015. One of those guys who w- kind of looked like maybe he was going to be good, played, it looks like, you know, yeah, maybe about a 100 games in the NHL across like three seasons for ottawa but never really put it together but he was a guy that i remember being like into as a you know like ooh guy who could who might be good who goes in the second round in 2015 uh nando eggenberger who uh yes, has an amazing name uh and i will never forget it and he was on the swiss like world he was one of those guys who like he was on the swiss world junior team for like four years i'm gonna go i'm gonna
1: go to the restaurant
0: and, and ask if they they have egg there yeah, absolutely. They don't.
1: They don't. They don't have Egg in there.
0: Noted uh criminal Alex Formington. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh Josh Juris. Familiar. I can imagine Jim Houston saying his name. He uh he's old. He's an old guy. He is in that sort of like role player mold. He's thirty two. Um he is, I think, best known for his time with the Calgary Flames. Yeah. Two two seasons with Calgary kind of uh then kind of uh jumped around from uh a bunch of different like new york arizona carolina uh pittsburgh uh spent some time in the a h l but you know had a moment for the for the flames uh his his season where he played the most games uh like career high sixty games for the flames in fourteen fifty and he would have probably played against the Canucks in the that playoff series yeah. So that's probably why why you know his name. Yeah. Uh, This is my absolute favorite one. Brandon McMillan, who I think is the most forgettable Canucks player of all time.
1: Never heard of him, man.
0: (laughs) He was picked up on waivers by the Canucks uh, in the Willie Desjardins era because he played for the Medicine Hat Tigers. And Uh, I'm sure you remember that whole thing about how they were just picking up players. Former Medicine Hat players. So okay, it was his last season in the NHL. He played 8 games and had 1 point on assist. Mm. So that's almost it for the uh for the the first Swiss team Ambry Piana or whatever the fuck. So what yeah, one more guy from uh from the Ambry uh Piana Swiss team, uh Michael Spacek had a moment as a prospect for mm. the Winnipeg Jets favorite of um uh, former guest uh on the show Garrett Hall uh during his time covering the Jets. So let's move on to Davos. Uh so that was the team you saw uh, last night. I'd say day. I, I will say buy day. I will buy a
1: toque by the way. Hey uh, I, I wish Elliot was here to ask but like sure uh I could I could bring back uh I could bring back a Davos toque for you guys if you want. They're beautiful.
0: That would be amazing. I would be so into that.
1: Yeah. All right. I'll go I'll go I'll go grab them.
0: So this team, not particularly interesting. There's only a few guys that are really, uh, notable. There's, um, Gilles Sen, who is apparently, uh, in some way affiliated with the New Jersey Devils, but is also, uh, like, I'm not, I don't want to say old because he's younger than me, but like born in 1996. So like <laughs> there's no way he's a guy. They must just still have his rights. Uh, yeah. Carolina Hurricanes legend Klaus Dahlbeck on defense. Um Okay. Did he f- how
1: long did he play for them?
0: a couple years. Um he, he bounced yes. around a little bit, but but Carolina was kind of where he stuck for the longest. A a favorite of mine, Valentin Neosbaumer, uh Swiss player. Uh apparently, I guess, drafted by the Coyotes, but another one of those guys who just spent like four years on the swiss world junior team for some reason um Mm. because i guess they don't have like that many uh super talented guys and then uh alexi sorella who once again like kind of seems like a failed prospect for the uh florida panthers uh so that may have been possibly that could have been the source of the panthers jersey in uh uh, I see. In, the, yeah. in the in the I didn't, I didn't
1: see names on I didn't see names because they're uh, above us, but yeah,
0: sure. There's a couple of um, guys that it that it could be uh, related to, but that's um, that's one of the possibilities. Um, yeah, there's
1: gonna be a lot of guys uh, on these Swiss teams and other European teams who are gonna be like, oh, they only had a cup of coffee uh, a year or something. In NHL. I bet a lot of these guys had they been born in Canada and been. I'm not saying the systems around them, uh, like the infrastructure for hockey, that they could continue longer um, mm-hmm. and access more stuff. But also the draw of staying in Switzerland to play hockey or staying in Europe to play hockey is really fucking
0: good. Oh, it's the it's the big fish, small pond kind of like. uh,
1: Yeah, it's big fish, small pond. But then you also like you're you can raise a family here uh, mm-hmm. much better yeah. Uh, travel is nowhere near as bad. You yeah. don't have to play as many games. You're still paid uh, decently well, and your money goes pretty far.
0: And then you also have uh, the 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 thing too, where it's just like your your position is probably more stable. You don't have to worry as much about like you know being sent down to the AHL or like something like that. Yeah. You know, or or being traded or picked up on waivers.
1: Yeah. It, it's uh it's not just this one lead where if you can't stay in, then you're kind of fucked uh and like your whole life has to change. Here, if you get if you don't get along with your coach in like the Swiss league, you, you can you can threaten to be like, hey, fuck, I'll just go sign with somebody in the next country over. Yeah. Uh, totally. arguably similar hockey. Uh and perhaps better pay.
0: Reese and I, friend of the show, Reese Jessup, current employee of the uh the current uh scout for the Carolina Hurricanes, we had a discussion yeah. like a long time ago about like what percentage of guys in like Europe, like the the top end of guys in Europe could come over to the NHL and be like replacement level or better. And yeah. we definitely, you know, it, it's different for every league, but we definitely came to the conclusion that like it's a fair amount. Like your kind of high end of any you're like your very, very top end of any European team is gonna be like close to quad a in the a- ahl if nothing right. else right but if you think about it uh-huh. like what would you rather be a quad a player in the ahl or who's like gonna get called up and like you have all this bullshit with your salary or like the number one left winger on a team in switzerland like i take the swiss team every every time
1: i'm looking around this town infrastructure is incredible there are people commuting to work cross-country skiing right now I'm, I'm shit. You not? Just some people drop their kid off cross country skiing. Why would you leave? <laughs> this, Absolutely, this, this is awesome. Yeah. You want to be stuck in traffic in your Escalade down fucking I don't know two hundred Street in Langley? Uh, fuck, uh, no thanks. Uh, if you're Neil's Hoglander, getting sent getting sent down to the fucking oh god, Bay like, a, can
0: you imagine if you're you know like com- like Davos compared to Utica? I mean, I know it's not Utica anymore, but still. Uh, so I got the uh, the, well, the uh, Sparta... hamburgers
1: aren't going to be as good, but sure.
0: <laughs> the steamed hams. Um, steam I got hams. the uh uh the Sparta Praha jersey or not jersey roster. I mean, I would love a Sparta Praha jersey, but uh, I have the roster here. <laughs> um, there are 150 Swiss francs if you oh want to send me the equivalent. Um, <laughs> I'm uh I'm gonna just power through the the less interesting ones just to just to. Mention him, uh, Joseph Coronar, who's a goalie affiliated with Arizona in some way. Uh, Michael Crutil, uh, uh c- appears to be a Blackhawks prospect on defense. Uh, we also have Michael Kempney, who I know played in the NHL at some point, but I don't know for who related
1: to Adrian Kempney. <laughs> That's that Kempe? Uh,
0: Adrian Kempe. Now I'm worried that like maybe I'm getting him mixed up with someone else, but I'm pretty sure he played in the NHL at some point. He was born in 19. 19- uh, 90. So he, he he's like an, an old guy. So I'm pretty sure there's a reason why that name rings a bell, but I don't care enough to look into it. Uh, we got Peter Hauser or Petter Hauser, who is a uh, devil's prospect. Uh, David Kasha, who is probably related to Andre Kasha and Andre? is affiliated with uh-huh. the, uh, uh, the Flyers in some way. And then hilariously, we have a, a Buffalo Sabres prospect named Jakob Konechny. Uh to the best of my knowledge is not related to Travis Connicky because he's Czech. Right. We also have Dominic Simon who played a little bit for the Pittsburgh Penguins for a few years. Vladimir Sabotka who played for the uh St. Louis Blues forever and was one of those guys who was always on waivers and Canucks army like always posted an article about like should the Canucks claim Vladimir Sabotka and the answer was always <laughs> yes because his <laughs> underlings were really good. Um uh but my most like cherished maybe player on any of these rosters is uh Vancouver Giants legend Michael Rapic. Do you remember him? Of course I do i oh, yeah.
1: uh, fuck i don't I don't know if he played last night. I might have totally missed that sure, but I remember being excited to want to go see him, but i uh, I never noticed him honestly, but yeah, played on that amazing uh oh six zero seven roster that won uh, won the mountain Cup
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. just an absolute legend. I think he was drafted um uh at some point, but I can't remember by who, and I don't care. The only thing I really care about is that he played for the Vancouver Giants. Hmm. Um lot of names. Uh Wacy Rabbit played for Team Canada yeah. at some point. <laughs> I think maybe last year. Yeah, I did not I did not see him today. So uh, next up we got h i f k one of those classic uh teams that's just a bunch of letters. It's the team representing Liga uh, I think of all the rosters. this was the one that had the least notable players on it like I don't see a single guy at goalie or defense that I remember or that looks familiar uh to me, but there is a yeah. uh looks like fairly recent prospect of the l a Kings named Otto Salin or Celine, I guess because it's a finish on defense uh Roni Hervonen who's a Leafs prospect and Terry Koskimaki god i fucking hate Finnish names uh Blues prospect and then uh the but the only guy out of all of these that i recognize is Christian Vesalainen who is still technically a Jets prospect but is probably like one of the biggest busts of recent memory in terms of a guy who looked like he was going to be pretty good and then just mm. absolutely, uh, a dead fish, uh, like flopping on the ice as soon as he, uh, mm. tried to play like North American professional hockey. So now we get to the, uh, what for many people will be the main event, the team Canada roster. Obviously you mentioned Cody Eakin, who, um, is definitely like, One of the uh, perfect examples of one of the most perfect examples, honestly, of like that guy I was describing, the pretty good middle six guy who had a long career, but was at his best about five years ago or so. Mm -hmm. The reason you remember him probably is because he was like a third liner on the um, Dallas Stars when they were pretty good, like the Ben Sagan Dallas Stars. And then he was selected by Vegas in the expansion draft. And I think had like a career year there. Oh. Uh, the guy, though, that I wanted to come back to is Kevin Connaughton, because you mentioned him. Kevin Connaughton, weirdly, of like all the Gillis draft picks, like mid-round, late-round draft picks, probably had the most successful career. Like he's mm. he a seventh defenseman or whatever, but he played in the NHL forever. And... um mm. Is still uh, like he's playing in the AHL for the Flyers uh, um, affiliate right now. Famously, though, he was traded for Derek Roy at the deadline. One of those things that uh, that didn't really quite work out. Uh, we also have Nicolas Baudin, um, who was affiliated with the, uh, uh, the Habs at some point on defense, Toby Bisson or Bisson. I guess, a an AHL, uh, forward for the LA Kings, um, organization. We mentioned Wyatt Kalanick already who, uh, plays for the, um, the Abbotsford Canucks. Um, and uh-huh. then at forward, uh, I love this. We have, uh, Jonathan Ang, who, um, who was a draft pick of the Florida Panthers in 2016. Um, just one of those like names that, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. Who the fuck is that guy again? And it's just like some Panthers prospect that I know the name of for some reason.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I uh, I mean, obviously, my interest peaked when I, I saw that there was uh, somebody who seemed like they had East Asian descent playing on this team. That yep. was pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I did not recognize him at all. Yeah. He played. He played well. Uh uh, look, honestly, this is kind of like the you know, Mexican game I went to where mm-hmm. I was not paying attention to it. like I was paying attention to the game for sure. Yeah. But I was just so thrilled to be there that I I, I found it I found it hard to uh to look look into You're not scouting uh, players, play, you're just play watching styles. the game. I'm not scouting players. Yeah, exactly. That, so. You're not
0: you're not a total pervert like I would be, being like, no, Oh, how's Brett Connolly playing? Um <laughs> that's one of the that's the next guy on my list here who uh <laughs> yeah. Brett Connolly is guy one of, I recognize. One of those funny guys who went through the 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 whole cycle of like high draft pick, looks like he's going to be a bust, struggles to get into the league forever, then finally has a couple of good years and plays well enough and like scores enough goals to become an overpaid old guy, uh, yeah. which is the dream for for anyone. So he went and through then really to play funny... and and then to play in the Spengler, oh, dream yeah. career. Absolutely, yeah. He he was one of those guys who, for I, I remember uh, writing an article about like, uh, uh f- you know, it was like a, a listicle, like back in like 2016 or whatever. That was like five right. unusually young restricted free agents that the Canucks should sign, and uh, yeah. Brett Brett Connolly. I think was one of them at some point. I probably wrote the article a couple years in a row and then he ended up going mm. to Florida and having like a 25 goal season or something. Um and then or maybe like Washington, I can't remember. I think he played for both those teams at some point. And then oh, um yeah. another guy uh was uh Jonathan Marchessault. <laughs> uh the year he went to the year he went to Florida um after being in Tampa Bay. And that was like, I dined out on that for such a long time, like like <laughs> predicting that he would be good, uh, a guy like most people had never heard of, um, still in the league, too, playing for uh, Vegas. So uh, after that, we have David DeHarnay, who, like, I'm sure everyone remembers. Very familiar. Um, yeah, very familiar. Yeah. part of was that, his uh,
1: uh, cycle,
0: career? Uh, he played for Montreal, I think, for most of his career. That's what um, I thought. And I didn't yeah. I, I didn't want to assume that for race reasons. <laughs> yeah, no. He <laughs> he played in Montreal and he was one of I the want he to was, profile him. He was on that uh that overachieving Montreal team with Suban that right. like was was uh never like never had good centers and he was like a top six mm. center along with Thomas Placanitz, but neither of them like yeah. should have been uh top six centers, probably. They were both very yeah. like yeah, yeah, like yeah. Brendan Morrison light energy.
1: Yeah, yeah, lucky to be there, leaders. but yeah, but could have, yeah. Those wingers so, could have had somebody a lot better.
0: Uh Tyler Ennis, guy who's been around forever, uh must have only just come out of the league, like played in I think Edmonton last year, was um the best player on that terrible uh Buffalo Sabres team that tried to tank for McDavid and ended up getting Eichel uh-huh. along with like uh Zemgus Girgensons. Yeah. Riley Nash, one of those classic like guys who was around for a really long time, uh, had really good underlyings, had a couple of like big seasons, Uh, I think played for Columbus most recently, maybe, um, definitely spent some time in Carolina, Brendan Perlini, who was, um, uh, basically like, I think he was in the, um, he was drafted high in 2014, I believe like just after Vertanen maybe, or maybe I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure in 2014, possibly 2015, but, uh, kind of just a bust like didn't work out um but uh you know uh definitely good for 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 this level of hockey um alan quine who is just a name that i remember i think i don't know why i remember him does that name sound familiar to you at all i have no idea man i think he was <laughs> yeah, i don't know it's just a name the I remember. One, the
1: others definitely did if yeah, you're if you're listening out him. there
0: uh you can you can Google who Alan Quine is and figure out why I remember who he is. <laughs> if you're is. getting
1: all excited by hearing Alan Quine's name. <laughs> Do reshots. Yeah. Jackson absolutely. Uh
0: yes. Uh Colton Sevier, another one of those like middle six role players played for uh Dallas played for Nashville and was pretty good yeah. uh for a while. Uh Chris Tierney, who is as far as I can tell, on loan from the Florida Panthers right now. Um and also played for the San Jose Sharks for a long time. And I was gonna ask, what was the third team that you said you saw the jerseys of? It was San Jose, Florida, Calgary, and Calgary. Okay, let me quickly yeah. check because if Chris Tierney played in Calgary, maybe it was his family. I'm gonna check right now. He played in Ottawa. He played in Ottawa, San Jose for the longest time, and and Florida. So no, apparently it's not.
1: Uh, <laughs> It was, I, I like the theory. I like to love the theory because it's like the, uh, the, 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 uh, the year, year youngers, the traveling, traveling tier. Yeah.
0: Chris Tierney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel Winnick uh, is the last guy. And I believe he won a Stanley cup with uh, Washington. I think Um, one of those classic guys who uh, was, was always signed for one year and always traded at the deadline as like depth Um, and was yeah. a good guy to pick up in NHL 14. To like, uh, to like bolster your depth and like play with better players and and bump them up from like an eighty one to an eighty five, um, and then trade them. Yes, okay. So finally, this is the one I was the most excited about. We have uh, Orebro, or yes. I have no idea how to yeah. pronounce that. Yeah. uh HK, I the, don't either. But the SHL team. This one has a lot of Canucks connections, probably the most of any team. One of their goalies is Jonas Enroth, who I'm sure, sure people remember. He was around for. A really long time. Uh, I think played for uh, Washington for a while for sure. And then some other teams as well. I love, I'm just powering through these. Like it's going to be so funny if I'm wrong about all these guys and like get the teams wrong or whatever, but who cares? Um, Simone or Simon Forsmark, apparently uh, affiliated with the uh, Carolina Hurricanes in some way. Don't care that much about that. Uh, Matthias or Matthias or Matthias uh, Bromey, who played, like, one season with uh, Detroit. And I remembered him for some reason. I have no idea why. Uh, but I was like, Matthias Brome I know who that guy is for some reason. And, yeah, turns out, played a season in uh, Detroit, I guess. I think he was, like, one of those guys who was pretty coveted as a, uh, like, European free agent and then just flamed out. Uh-huh. We also have uh, Leo Carlson, who I believe... Is the same Leo Carlson who is meant who is slated to go like fifth overall this year? Yeah, prospect oh, top top prospect eligible for the twenty twenty three NHL draft. So he is only eighteen. Oh shit, man! And uh, yeah, he's Maybe supposed you'll scalp to be some
1: tickets for the game in three hours. I think they're playing.
0: Yeah, you should. <laughs> uh, you should see if you can go because because uh, they 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 are actually as a Canucks quote-unquote fan oh the way team, better way
1: way more yeah the
0: team to go see for sure uh, and i'm leaving the yeah. most interesting guys for the end but uh there's Linus oberg who was like uh, a guy who played a little bit uh for i believe the boston bruins and uh, maybe another team at some point and then um uh gustav carlson who is uh a prospect for the buffalo sabers and then uh quinton howden who uh is a famous uh like canucks trade <laughs> yeah i mean it piece. sounds like he would be right uh but he was a shitty uh like um first round pick of the florida panthers um in are we like, sure oh wait no like didn't, 2010 didn't
1: they pick him with the canucks pick or something
0: yeah that sounds right I swear I think there's, he a was, quinn, there's a quinn yeah. something no you know what it was is i think he was uh i think he was the pick that florida acquired in the keith ballard trade there you go that, i
1: think that, that's that, the guy that's, they picked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah um and, uh, yeah, I think it was the same year that they picked Eric and Branson third overall. And so they got two first They're round. It was an all picks. around great year. Yeah. They got, uh, two, two first round picks in that, uh, draft, one really high one, and they just drafted like two shitty big defensemen. Um, okay. Yeah. Now we get to the fun part. So we also have, uh, first up on defense, Elias Patterson. Who I just have to say very impressively uh scored a goal tonight for the uh oh. for the Canucks against the uh San Jose uh, Sharks, and then uh somehow also made it over to Switzerland all the way here. to play to play defense on their Spengler Cup roster. I mean, like that is just unbelievable. See, I can uh, do and it I, all. And I mean, look, it, it it has the little uh Canucks uh logo next to his name. So as far as I can tell, same guy. So I mean that's just really impressive. We also have let's take a look here, Philip Holm, who oh, uh right. You may remember is he the guy
1: who we who he kept on the bench for a long time and he only played one game before like we I, only let him play one game before trading him?
0: I believe that is correct. I'm gonna go to his player page. He I think he was a Willie Desjardins year yeah. uh, guy, like one yep. of the Willie Desjardins years. He played yes, he played one game. For the Vancouver Canucks. And if I remember correctly, he was actually, um, you know what? I'm going to very quickly, cause there's only one guy after this. I'm going to very quickly Wikipedia okay. my, him cause I want to get this right. We're almost done I here. One more guy, right. uh, after this and it'll be worth it because, uh, he is, uh, he's a, uh, he's got a good story. Yeah. He was signed as a free agent, uh, like a, like an SHL free agent. Uh, by Vancouver in 2017, which like is not even that long ago, but feels like a million years ago. Uh, yeah, played a single game in the NHL and then was traded at the deadline, uh, to the Ve- to Vegas for Brendan Leipzig. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so another uh another deeply forgettable Canuck. But um, l- last up is an a real favorite of mine, uh, Rodrigo Abels who. Mm-hmm. Was a Canucks draft pick. I always thought in, it was Abels, but yeah. I don't know. It could have been, a, it could be Abels as well, but it, Ables feels like it's probably like some, it, he's Latvian. It's probably some bullshit, like that's oh, not even close sure. to that. Yeah. Um, he was a seventh round pick in 2016. And the story with him was the Canucks invited him to a development camp, but then I don't know if they knew this. I'm going to bet that they didn't. I, I, I'm, I'm just going to put that out there as, uh, as total. Speculation, but like they couldn't sign him because of how his like rights worked. Um, because because it's this this there's this thing where like players they have a grace period where they're um eligible to be uh, signed as free agents if they weren't drafted. But then if you don't sign them within that window, they re-enter the draft as like a draft plus Uh, one player or whatever, and that happens until they're twenty. And so. The Canucks drafted him in the seventh round uh, in 2016 after, like, not being able to sign him as a training camp invite guy. And um, if they had just waited, like, I'm not going to do the math, but basically, like, 15 more picks or something, because it was his last year of eligibility, they could have just signed him after the draft. Uh, But instead, they decided to waste a... Like a draft pick on this like 20 year old guy who had like barely done anything in, uh, in Latvia. And, um, and then after they drafted him, he went to first Portland, uh, of the WHL and he was like kind of okay. And then, uh, as like, but he was like an overager. And so he like wasn't even like a point of game as like this like 20 year old guy in the WHL. And then he went to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the queue and was like slightly better but still uh, like not great, and then the Canucks never signed him after drafting him and uh, right. using a pick when they could have just uh, could have just signed him as a free agent. Mm. And so, yeah, that's all the guys that I know at the Spengler Cup, all the guys to watch for. I'll
1: keep an eye out for more stuff happening, especially for tonight's uh, game, Sparta Prague, and, uh, and it's at 8th say day, I don't know, I don't know, HC Davos. Of course. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. To us, uh, talk about food and Italians, and uh, uh, doing a long, long plug for Elite
0: Prospects. Elite Prospects, basically. Yeah, out, I, I just read, read off, off Elite Prospects pages. This will be a great one, though, for like uh, people who like just need like ASMR to to like get to sleep, and their their okay. ASMR is like got hockey players they kind of remember. Um, yeah. I know, I know that like yeah. is very soothing to me. So you're going put on a
1: list, but sure. Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No, no question. The government is already watching me right now. I'm sure uh, yeah. just for like how much Googling I've done of these randos.
1: <laughs> so I will, uh, I'll do more dispatches on the Twitter account.
0: Please do. Uh, I'll, yeah.
1: I'll send more, send more pictures. Um, and, uh, who knows, uh, with the amount of time I'm here, uh, like, I'm not spending, I, like, today's my last, uh, like, night in Davos. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, my last full day. Uh, but, I mean, there's still hockey in Europe. There's a That's chance right. that I try to go to, like, an Italian league game if I if I can swing it.
0: Yeah, uh, totally. You should, uh, you should try are. to scalp tickets to the, uh, the, sw- the to Swedish League game. Yeah, if you can. Perhaps. I think.
1: That's, yeah. My uh, unofficial brother in law here. Is a uh, trainer for a BCHL team, Ooh. and uh, he loves prospects. He loves. Oh, uh, he's so interested in in, uh, in all the details. about like, he he'd be able to to go toe to toe with you on on like oh, specific. I'm sh- I'm uh, sure. guys here, yeah, because um, because he he like grew up playing hockey and everything. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I I might be able to convince him
0: <laughs> to go do it yeah absolutely all Uh, right so so thanks for doing this vias thanks for getting up early yeah and i'll thank myself for staying up late uh to do this (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah, but uh but yeah um have fun Uh, you know, uh, talk to your, uh, talk to your unofficial brother-in-law a little bit about who, like, if there's anybody he, uh, like keyed in on here Yeah, and, um, absolutely. And yeah, uh, you know, we'll get the, we'll get the wrap up from you when you're, when you're all done.
1: (laughs) You got it. Yeah. I got, I got got data for the hockey. So
0: I I love it. it That's awesome. Um, this one's been long enough, so I'm not going to do any plugs, but, uh, you know, um, as they say in Switzerland, I I don't know what Swiss people say. Um, Uh,
1: Guten Morgen and ciao.
0: Frankfurter. All right. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. (laughs)